And now with Georgia's First News on this Monday from the News Talk 1330 FM 106.3 Newsroom. I'm Colin Worthington reporting. The Office of Legislative Counsel for the General Assembly of Georgia has shared its perspective regarding Villarica City Council's controversial hiring of former Mayor Gil McDougal as Deputy City Manager earlier this month. The hiring is controversial for a number of reasons, including that some see it as going against the city charter. Under the Charter's Code of Ethics and Prohibited Practices is the statement that no former mayor and no former council member shall hold any compensated appointed office in the city until one year after the expiration of the term for which he or she was elected. Many believe that this statement prohibits McDougal from becoming deputy city manager after he last served as mayor in December of 2023. However, City Attorney David Mecklin shared the opinion that the deputy city manager is not a defined officer of the city, but merely an employee. Thus, the hiring could be permitted. Elsewhere, after being inundated with calls from constituents who are, quote, gravely concerned with the decision to employ McDougal at this time, District 71 State Representative Jay Collins said he felt compelled to ask legislative counsel for an opinion on the matter. Counsel responded to Collins with a three-page letter last week, which suggests the Villarica Charter probably lacks the details and specifics to provide the perfect legal opinion. Deputy of Legislative Counsel Stuart Morelli states neither the city's charter nor its published code of ordinances appear to address the deputy city manager beyond one small reference and so provide no direct guidelines as to whether or not the role was designed as one of mere employment versus being an officer of the city. Now, still quoting, however, the deputy city manager position is defined by the city's website as follows. He assists the city manager in directing and supervising the operations of the city of Villarica, and specifically, the deputy city manager oversees the daily functions of finance, human resources, information technologies, and purchasing. In response to the Legislative Council's letter, State Rep. Collins told WLBB Radio that he's not a fan of, quote, fixing something with legislation if it is not broken. However, he added that, quote, it seems to me a charter change is needed to ensure that moving forward, no former elected official can be employed in any capacity with the city for at least one year after leaving office. Collins concludes, given my experience in the matters of local and state government, if a legal opinion is needed to justify the action, it's probably not a good idea. Also note that Deputy City Manager McDougal is currently acting as city manager with City Manager Tom Barber on vacation. I have found no opinions regarding McDougal's ability to serve as that officer on a temporary basis, whether he is limited in that role during Barber's vacation, a role that someone who is more than a year out of elected office would clearly have no limitations. McDougal's salary is $125,000 annually. Well, Bremen police are investigating a two-vehicle crash Saturday afternoon that resulted in a Carrollton motorcyclist being taken to an Atlanta-area hospital where the last word is he is recovering. Unfortunately, the incident is another reminder for the importance to look twice, save a life, and be aware of motorcycles on the roads. Bremen Police Chief Keith Pesnell says his investigator's initial report shows that a car and a motorcycle were traveling south on Highway 27, heading out of Bremen towards Carrollton. The two passed through the light just prior to the I-20 overpass. Witnesses say the driver of the car turned on his blinker to suggest he was entering the left lane. Perhaps believing the car driver was going left, the motorcyclist attempted to pass on the right. However, the car instead turned into the right lane where it struck the motorcycle, throwing the 56-year-old driver from his bike. Temple Mayor Michael Johnson this month calling fiscal year 2023 a very good year for the city of Temple from the standpoints of having diversified and sufficient revenue streams. 
However, he said it would be inappropriate to underscore the good fiscal health of the city of Temple without reporting a significant financial issue. The city of Temple continues to be delinquent in completing its annual audits and in meeting state of Georgia deadlines for filing this annual financial document. He said the FY 2022 audit still has not been completed. City of Temple Finance Director had resigned in April of 2023, and there have been delays in preparation for the FY 2022 audit. Upon completion, Johnson says it will be made available to the general public as well as elected officials. Johnson concludes that after completion of the 22 audit, we are optimistic that the 23 audit can be completed by June 30th of this year. Well, staff at each of Harrelson County School District schools have selected the individual to represent their school as Teacher of the Year. Superintendent Jerry Bell says each of those teachers are now nominees to be District Teacher of the Year before the finalist moves on to the State Teacher of the Year competition. At Buck Cannon Primary School, Jennifer Saxon. At Tallapoosa Primary School, Kaylee Moon. At Buck Cannon Elementary School, Julie Randolph. At West Harrelson Elementary, Ashley Odom. At the middle school, John Sheffield. And at the high school, Mr. Eric Gilley. So congratulations to all those teachers. And Bill made the announcement Friday morning on the WKNG King Country Morning Show with John Copeland. The Atlanta Regional Commission predicting Metro Atlanta population to reach 7.9 million by the year 2050. The 21-county population increase is 1.8 million above the 2020 baseline. In our listening area, Paulding and Coweta are predicted to be among the counties seeing the fastest growth in that region. Paulding predicted to grow at 60%, Coweta 51%. ARC expects Carroll County's population to increase by 20% by 2050 bringing the population up close to 143,000. And ARC expects Douglas County's population to increase 24% from 144,000 to close to 180,000. West Georgia residents get their local news and information from this radio station, the Newstalk1330.com website and the Newstalk1330 WLBB Facebook page. We are your local news source. In the Newstalk1330 FM 106.3 newsroom, I'm Colin Worthington. 